You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Are you feeling blocked from receiving love and abundance? Well, today we're going to change that because I am back, better, fresher, more energized than ever. I can't wait to share with you guys what's been going on inside my life. And, you know, a lot of my work has been so intertwined with energetics, just timeless, timeless principles. And so the three energetic blocks that I will be sharing with you today literally changed my life. And if you pay attention and apply these tips to your life, it's going to change your life too. Let's dive in right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I know, I know, I've gotten a lot of messages from everyone saying, Gloria, where's the podcast? <laughs> what happened to the show? Don't worry, it's still here. I've just been distracted in the best way possible. And I'm going to tell you all about it, guys, and how it really relates to today's topic, which is all about energetic blocks. You know, there's all sorts of tools and tips I talk about on here, but it all really comes together by understanding the timeless principles of energy that affect all of us. So today's episode is very important. Well, they're all important, but the stuff we're talking about today is deep, like really, really deep. So I want you to pay attention, even as you're listening to my stories and my analogies. And I invite you to listen to the message behind the message, because this stuff is going to change your life as it has for me. All right. So we're paying attention today. And, you know, I first got to say that moving here to Vancouver, best decision we ever made. I was telling people about this. As soon as I set foot here, the energy just lifted. And yes, if you've ever been to Vancouver, British Columbia, Obviously, it is gorgeous here. There's mountain views, there's white peaks, there's this fresh ocean scent that is just all around you. But it wasn't just that. There's something about the vibe and the energy of this place that I just felt very comfortable, like it was made for someone like me. Me and Andrew, we were actually on a patio the other day, just kind of like drinking and like laughing. And then he stopped and he said, Gloria, I figured it out. <laughs> I said, figure what out? He says, I figured out what the difference is between Vancouver people and Toronto people. And I said, all right, let me hear it. And he says, in Vancouver, or at least where we live, the area that we're at, which is close to Olympic Village, he says, here, nobody is rushing around looking at their phones. People are talking to each other looking at nature. They have this like leisurely stroll, this carefreeness about them that I don't really see in Toronto, right? Like Toronto's like this big bustling metropolitan city. Everyone's glued to their phones on the street, on the sidewalks. And it's a different kind of vibe. 
And so just the combination of so many factors, you know, my energy levels have been through the roof, guys. Like I've been just having so much fun playing and experiencing. You know, we've been going walking. We're about to go biking. And by the way, thank you to my Vancouver listeners. You guys have been DMing me some really great recommendations for restaurants. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Keep it coming, guys. You know, last week I sent a whole bunch of like really fire emails out to my mailing list, like all kinds of tips. Everyone was messaging me about it and I'm going to keep it coming. So if you want to subscribe to my brain, you can actually go to buygloriazang.com slash guide. We'll drop a link in the show notes where you can actually download my free core wounds guide, you know, free guide to healing your core wounds. And you'll also receive these weekly tips that are exclusive to this list. I'm not just here to spam you guys, like really, really helpful tools and techniques that I share on this list, including on Thursdays where I have my new Love Coach Confessionals series. If you want to be part of that, go ahead and sign up. You know, with the podcast, I feel like I'm talking at you, but with my mailing list, you can always write back and let me know your feedback and we can connect more deeply that way. Now, the other thing is obviously with my work, I always show up 100%. That's just my personal values as a coach. But recently with running the Soulmate program, I've been at like 150%. (laughs) And they can tell you all about this. Even last week, we did this just magnificent two hour long coaching call. I think it was like even longer than two hours. I was just like going at it. So empowering. All my students were like laughing and crying. There was like this whole other conversation going on in the chat. Like it was just literally so amazing. And then the week before we had this other coaching call on healing the divine feminine. And, you know, I've just been having so much fun in my work and with my students. And, you know, a student actually said to me the other day, she messaged me and said, Gloria, thank you for moving to Vancouver. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I love you. Like, what do you mean by that? And she said, because you showed me that even after healing and finding your relationship, you still continue to go outside your comfort zone. You're like taking risks and still making your life better. And, you know, when she said that, it just touched my heart so deeply, partially because I don't realize I do that. You know, I've just naturally always been the kind of person who just wants to go a little bit deeper, right? Understanding a little bit deeper. And when something's coming up for me, I'm going to find the answer. I think that's why I'm one of the few coaches out there that doesn't experience burnout with clients. I will always go the extra mile to help you figure out what is going on for you. I've just kind of always had that inclination. But that's not the point I'm trying to make here, right? When she said that, and listen, there's an even deeper lesson here that I really want you guys to hear because it's going to help you in your current situation. The thing behind this is that I wasn't unhappy living in Toronto. I loved living there too, or at least I wasn't consciously realizing that I had basically gotten as much out of living there as I possibly could have. I mean, you guys know how things were. Like I had this great house with my amazing partner. You know, I loved my work. Everything was fine. But I had been experiencing this kind of writer's block for more than a half 
year now, right? And like, obviously, you know, I was still putting out episodes and stuff, but it was just like the ideas weren't coming to me as easily anymore. Before it was like, you know, 100%. And now it was like 75% maybe. It felt like I had to put a little bit more effort, a little bit more forced. It just wasn't coming as naturally. And me being who I am, I was like, what is going on here? Right? So I practice what I preach. I investigated. I thought, oh, is it possibly this thing? Well, no, it's not that. What about my diet? Maybe it's my diet. No, it's not that either. You know, like really getting curious about what is happening, right? I noticed that there's a symptom and there's always a root cause for a symptom. I was talking to my manager about this too, and we just couldn't really figure it out. You know, at one point, I even thought of taking a long hiatus from the podcast, thinking maybe it's the podcast. But then when this opportunity presented itself to me, right, to move here to Vancouver, and it was because of Andrew's program, that invitation just activated something in me. It was like a light just went on. It was like, oh, like I felt a stir inside me. And of course, it terrified me at the same time. There's always that fear that accompanies change. And for me, the fear was because as an adult, I've never lived outside my province before, you know, like I had my whole upbringing thing that you guys know about. I've discussed on previous episodes, but during my adult life, I've always been very settled. You know, I've always lived in Toronto or around Toronto my whole adult life. And so this was new. This was me uprooting myself, literally going all the way across to the other side of the country. Don't know anyone there. Don't know any of the places there. Very scary. But, you know, because I'm healed now, I've also learned to cultivate a very strong connection to my inner child, which simultaneously means a strong connection to my intuition. And I can recognize that my intuition was saying yes, even though my fear was saying no. You see the difference? This is where people get confused. They listen to their fear and they mistake their fear for their intuition. But sometimes it's side by side. There's two voices. The one that you listen to the most is the one that you strengthen and becomes louder. I often say this to clients, like intuition starts off as a whisper. It's not even a voice sometimes. Sometimes it's just a feeling, right? But as you learn how to listen to the correct one over time, it gets stronger. So the fear was pushing me and saying no, but the universe was hugging me and wanted me to say yes. The universe wanted me to go and I knew it deep down inside. So I made the choice and truth be told, it took this move and shifting out of that old environment into the new one for me to realize why I was experiencing this writer's block. Truth be told, turns out there was stuff in my old environment that really was hindering me. But listen, guys, it was small things. You know, we had some weird neighbor issues, certain inconveniences about the location that we were in, a few other things, but it was these small stacking of minor things that were actually accumulating me and energetically sucking the life force out of me. 
So if you ever work with me, like there's a word for this, I call this death by a thousand paper cuts. It's not necessarily one giant thing. There's the accumulation of several points of friction, like it's literally creating friction in your life. And when you're in it 24-7, you don't realize how much the stacking of those little things is actually affecting you. People who haven't really healed yet, they sort of overestimate how much they can pull energy out of thin air, right? It's like, oh, if I can just overcome this, or I just got to power through this or get through this. Well, where are you getting that from? Energy is not something that is absolutely limitless. You know, you have to go to sleep, you wake up, you have a certain quantity of energy that you have to spend in the day. And if your energy is getting eaten away by these things that are stacking up in your life, you have no energy to actually move towards a solution. You have no energy to be creative. You have no energy to be open to receiving love and abundance. You see how <laughs> all of this is starting to fit together, right? So listen, even as I was sharing my personal story here, if you really listened carefully, I've already shared what those three energetic blocks were, right? But I'm going to go into it more explicitly right now by outlining exactly what those three things are for you. So these are the three energetic blocks that are stopping you, literally cutting you off from the ability to receive abundance and love. All right, this is the time to take out a pen and paper. The first energetic block, you can only grow as much as your environment allows you to grow. As you know, water will take on the shape of its container. If you pour it into a glass, water turns into the shape of a glass. If you pour it into a box, water turns into the shape of a box. And so do we, so do people. Don't underestimate the power of environment. And as I said before, overestimating how much willpower can actually do. I'm really going to hammer this one in, right? And that's because I do this to my clients all the time. Like this is a certain message I have to say over and over again until people really get it. And it's also why I always have some sort of community aspect in my programs because the environment, like you have to be constantly around other people working towards the same goal. Otherwise, you have nothing to keep you accountable. It's so, so important. I, I cannot overstate this enough. You can only grow as much as your environment allows you to grow. Let me give you a clear example, like a real life example of how this happened. Last year, I had a client in Soulmate who actually made pretty good money, but then it would just disappear. Right? abundance would appear and then disappear again. But she also lived with her parents still. And she would tell me, Gloria, like as soon as I walk back into the house, my mom's criticizing me. My dad's comparing me to my cousins. And then I just get so anxious living in that house. I can't think straight. I literally cannot think straight. Now, previous to meeting me, she was in one-to-one -one therapy with a therapist. And I think her therapist would just say to her like, oh, you know, just stay long enough until you can save up money because that's the safe thing to do. And listen, I get that from a logical perspective. It seems like that's the safe thing to do. 
But I've also been doing this for like 10 plus years. You know, I've helped hundreds of women find relationships. My opinion was that this piece of advice was actually doing her a huge disservice because my client was so dysregulated by being in that toxic environment around her parents, who she had all this childhood baggage with. She was so dysregulated that it was literally impossible to have any energy to even stick to her budgeting plan. You know, she had a plan, but she couldn't focus being in that environment. And so she thought she was saving money by living at home and then waiting till she moved out, but it, it never happened. Why? Because the emotional cost of staying in a bad situation was higher than the financial gain. You guys get that? The emotional cost was higher than the financial gain. So it canceled out. There ended up being zero financial net gain by her staying there. When she was in the program, I gave her my advice, which was, girl, like, you gotta get out of there. And we started small. First, it was, let's just stay at a friend's for a couple of days, see how you feel. And then maybe, you know, a temporary Airbnb. And I guarantee you, that only by leaving, you will be able to find a way to afford it, right? It seems paradoxical, but think about the mindset she was in. Think about the emotional state this environment was putting her in. Coping tools are only meant to be temporary, right? They can only work so well. So she took my advice, and that's because our soulmates, they're real go-getters. And as soon as she got out of there, I'm telling you, it was like night and day. I got a message like, oh my God, I feel so clear. It was like this fog just lifted. She tried it again. She moved back again. The fog came back. She moved out again. Fog lifted, right? There was a clear pattern going on. And when she got out of there, you know, she kind of stayed at a temporary place for a little while. Suddenly she was flooded with all these amazing ideas of like, oh my gosh, I never thought of applying to this job or, oh my gosh, here's this potential business idea that she was thinking of starting. It was like the floodgates could open because she wasn't in a toxic environment. So I kind of combined energetic lesson one and two, right? So the first was you can only grow as much as your environment allows you to grow. Clearly, her family environment was not giving her the nutrients that allowed her to thrive. Energetic block number two, consider the emotional and time cost of staying where you are. Consider the emotional and time cost of staying where you are. You think you're saving something just by sitting there. You're saving risk or money or something. But let me just be real with you for a second. Money comes and goes, right? You can make more money. You can borrow money. Technically, you could steal money, though I don't recommend it. It's like infinite. You know what I mean? You're constantly printing money. But time doesn't matter who you are. There is no person on this earth who can just create more time. You can't steal time. You can't borrow time. You know, on average, the American person has got 77 years and that's it. Like, my gosh, think about how truly precious that is right? And when you allow something to cost you emotionally, by default, that is going to rob you of the precious time you have in your life. 
that you could be spending towards finding a solution or doing what you actually want to be doing, right? So this also means that doing nothing about your situation or doing like a half-assing it kind of, it's also a choice. And that's meant to be said in an empowering way, right? Because it means that you have the ability to do something about it. You are not powerless, right? You are powerful. You are so powerful that the ability to do something about it lies only in your hands. So don't be afraid of taking a leap of faith, investing in something, right? Even if it doesn't work out, which not all of them will, at least you'll learn something new, which will inform your next decision. But if you're just sitting there, not really doing anything at all, you're never going to learn anything new, right? It's only by trying new things that we can learn new information, which will help us figure out that next step, right? So that was number two, consider the emotional cost and time cost of staying where you are. I promise you at the end of the day, you're going to wish you had more time. All right, we're getting to the end here. The third energetic block that's preventing you from receiving love and abundance is this, that when an opportunity presents itself, you have to say yes. It might be the universe's job to deliver an invitation to you, but it's your job to accept it. And This could apply to a number of things, right? Maybe something transformative speaks to you or you have the opportunity to take on a new job, right? Or like myself, an opportunity to live somewhere else. Or someone says a book title that really connects with you. Or you find a mentor that you connect with every word they say. There's an opportunity. You are going to feel fear. You're going to feel resistance. But recognize that that is just your ego trying to keep you safe. But if you listen deeper, there's also a knowing. And that knowing is your intuition, right? It's the source that connects you and me and every single living thing on the earth. That source and that knowing is your connection to the universe or to the divine. And it's literally inviting you to make a decision that's actually going to bring you what you want, right? And if you think about it, that invitation is only presenting itself because you asked for it. You wanted to make your life better. Now the universe is saying, well, here it is. Here's the road. Here's the path to take if you want to get there. But the universe, as I mentioned, can't choose it for you, right? It's going to have to come from you. Because you're a sovereign being, right? You are an autonomous being, so you have to choose. So my advice for you here is that when something feels aligned, you got to take that leap of faith. You know, even this move to Vancouver, there was still that part of me that wanted to calculate every potential thing that could happen wrong, right? Like I just wanted to research everything, go on all these websites, like read everyone's opinion, right? And it's like, eventually, I kind of just had to step back and say, I'm not even there yet. Like, I'm just kind of imagining things in my mind, right? I'm really overthinking it. So I'm just going to trust that I'm going to make the best out of this decision. It's not about making the best decision because we don't 
know how things are going to turn out. It's about making the best out of each decision. See the difference? And I'm really glad I lifted my wings and I flew. All right, so let's do a summary of the three points in case you're someone who needs to hear it a few times. Number one, you can only grow as much as your environment allows you to. Number two, consider the emotional and time cost of doing nothing. And number three, when the opportunity presents itself, you have to say yes. These three things are going to take you really far in life if you know where to apply it. And hey, if you are someone who values your time and energy, you know, inside Soulmate, I help professionals go from toxic love to true love using my simplified system that only takes 15 minutes a day and without sitting for years in therapy. So Soulmate is the coaching system developed by me, the only one out there with a reported 97% success rate. It combines all the missing pieces that you need to get a relationship where you feel loved and chosen and wanted effortlessly. So if you resonate with this, you can get more information. Just go to buygloriazang.com slash soulmate, or you can send me a DM on Instagram with the word consult. You can follow me at buygloriazang, and I'll be more than happy to help you out and listen. So my loves, I hope you enjoy this episode. I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback on this one. And I know that in my Facebook group, there's going to be a lot of conversation on this. So definitely keep the conversation going, support one another, help one another, and just know that you are so, so capable, more than capable of getting what you want. And that's all for today, folks. I will be hiking a place called Gross Mountain here and just checking at new places with Andrew. Really just, you know, living my best life here. And I just feel really good about it. But I will see you back here next week for another episode on the Inner Child Podcast because I love you guys. And if this episode provided any value to you at all, if it helped your life in any way, shape, or form, just hit subscribe or send this to a friend so that you can share the love and so that we can help this reach more people and help more people in the world. And if more people heal, then it's just a better place for all of us to live in. And that's my goal. So have a beautiful day, my loves, and an abundant life. And I'll see you next time. Mwah. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.